Hey guys, uh, before we get this started, Brad, how about you tell us who the best wrestler of all time is? You know, Shawn Michaels. <laughs> Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of the 4 Jobbers Podcast. We are already dying of laughter. We can't even hold it together for two seconds before this thing starts. I think we're all enjoying a few wobbly pops as well, except for Jason. He might be in Bat City. We will find out soon enough. Straight edge, so, baby. Let's start it off by welcoming everyone's favorite jobber, the body from Kirkcaldy, Jordan Deves. How's it going, buddy? How is Scotland? Scotland has been pushing it down as it does every other day. It's been wet, wetter than a haddock's bathing costume. Uh, but it's uh, Whoa. it's been all right. It's been fine. I, I've, had a, I've had a good day, actually. I, uh, I'm half cut. I'm drinking out of a Habs glass, so that's always good. Yeah. And uh, I actually, I got a delivery today. Um, I got a, a new telly today. Whoa, what did you go with? I'm actually in the market for a new TV as nice. well. Nice. I, I went for an LG 4K mm -hmm. OLED TV, 55-inch. I went all out, baby. Whoa. Yeah, you seriously did. Oh, my yeah. goodness. And how are you liking that OLED? Well... I've only I've had a short time to play around with it because I had to disappear out for uh, to meet the missus and whatnot tonight. But uh, yeah, I can't wait to watch uh, Raw Underground. You know all that dingy backlight nonsense on a nice OLED <laughs> telly. So that's going to be good. We are also joined by the Water Baron himself, the Wax Mamba. How are you doing, Mister Waxman? Oh, I can't complain. Uh, for once, we got some uh, dolos firing off, drinking a little lady called Stella Artois. If you're Beautiful. francophone like me, not really. Do you guys call <laughs> you that? Um, do you guys call that wife beater? Is that is that a thing in Canada? So like Stella, Stella, Stella in Scotland is called, or in the UK is called wife beater because it's what people drink if they beat their wife. No, nope. it'd be Labatt La Fifty. Labatt Fifty, <laughs> or or there's that 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 white tank top. That, that, that's a wife. Beater. Yeah, that's also a wife beater. Yeah, most people oh, okay. that drink Stella are. wear white tank tops. So, no, Stella's like a premium fancy beer over here. Lager premium. Un premium <laughs> lager de Belgique. De and you heard him a little bit earlier. He he muttered some words. He is the biggest Shawn Michaels mark. He's the most biased, enigmatic man you have ever met. They hate Jason. Currently, without water. How are you? You know, I'm not really happy the way I'm represented by you, uh, Michael Cole, a <laughs> Jace. So I'm really <laughs> tempted oh, to go find my own band of you jobbers come out and, and things lead. like that. You start off the last episode with some Bret Hart hate bullshit in the I editing. Didn't do, I didn't. That, that was Stone Cold Steve oh. Austin said it, not me. Oh, but it just happened to find its way into our podcast before it I starts. Like that has nothing to do with the episode. It had plenty to do with the episode because <laughs> it was about you whining and complaining the whole episode. So I <laughs> that's that what every episode, episode is about, isn't it? That, isn't that what we do? That's a tenuous <laughs> link, but I, I might give him it. You know? Wow, you'll give it to him. Well, right, you well. know, I, I I didn't know where he was going with it, and I was kind of like, why did this get added in? But actually, thanks, pal. He makes a point. He didn't know either until right now. He just made it up all this week. He's given me, you know, a multitude of answers. <laughs> just in the nick of time at the buzzer, he comes up with a, some sort of answer that the fans will appreciate. So good job, Jason. Hey, and welcome to the podcast. <laughs> hey, shout out to uh, Brother Devon. Yes, big time. 
the time. I don't think he actually listened to the podcast, but in case he did, hey, just want to remind you who voted the Dudleys the best tag team of all time. Yeah, that was me. That was me. No. (laughs) I think I had them number three. That's pretty good. I mean, to be fair, the Dudleys were in... We all had them on the list. They they were in everybody's list, so it's all good. If there is the slightest chance that Devon is listening to this or has listened to the testify. pod, then, yeah, testify, brother. Thank you so much. Yo, he had such a sick entrance song when he was um, Brother Devon. He or did. De- Deacon Devon? No, that was Deacon, Deacon Batista. That was Deacon Batista. Yeah, Deacon yeah. Batista with mm. Brother Devon. Yeah, but it was a great entrance, great entrance yeah. uh, theme. For those who are wondering, D- Devon Dudley did like our recent Instagram post, so I don't know if that means he just saw hashtag Devon Dudley and uh, dropped it a like. But uh, hey, thank you. Or he has a bot that does it for him. But either way, <laughs> we'll take it. We'll take anyway. it. <laughs> I absolutely, well, we'll take it. Anything for legitimacy. Absolutely. But there, there was also some controversy from last episode as Jason left out one particular tag team from his top four, which has upset the fans. Who cares about them? <laughs> <laughs> he left out the Hardy Boys. They're number five, you know, top five. They would have made it. Top four, they're stuck at the door. Sorry, <laughs> stuck at the door. See you I later. Did. Entrance I, not accepted. I did see someone else mention Too Cool, which was a yeah, great yeah, choice some, yeah. As well, very, no, very there's no chance they're top four though. I mean, I think they're top four favorites. Yeah, top four of all time? Yeah, I mean, we said top four greatest of all time, but top four favorites, I can understand that be, you know, somebody being for them. Especially if you're talking Tuku with Rikishi, you know? That's true. It was a tag team I'd forgotten completely, so a good catch. Jason uh, wouldn't count it with Rikishi because it's three people. No, I wouldn't, because a tag team's two people. (sighs) You chat some pesh. So it's it's, the tag team is only Scotty Too Hotty and Grandmaster Sexy, then. Well, 50% of them are dead, so... (laughs) <laughs> that's true <laughs> and the other he one's died. a fireman in new york i think brian christopher uh grandmaster sexy he died a while ago yeah oh yeah r.i.p scotty's still around yeah but he, yeah so i'm saying he's a fireman yeah there we go there you go now he's Pour some stella out onto your couch or your floor for him waxman please yeah. <laughs> now now scotty is fighting the hottie there you go oh, oh, that was terrible good. i like that that was pish <laughs> 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 not Jason's humor there for sure. <laughs> no, it wasn't uh, now where would you guys rank this on all-time greatest episodes of Raw? Because I want to get into this right away. Normally, we start off and we talk about Jason's homework of the week, which we will get to later. It's still going to be a part of the show this week, but Raw was a very special episode this week, and they actually got a lot of viewers as well. So there was something to it. Now, how do you guys feel about the show? Overall, what do you want? Like a rating? No, just like some some feelings here before, or you just want to dive right into it. We can dive into well, what viewers did they get? That you said they got a lot of viewers. Yeah, it was one point one nine or one. Oh I don't my know, was, god, that's not good. Yeah, well, but it's better than what they've been yeah, getting. Compared like seven, to what they've been getting, hundred thousand. <laughs> <laughs> then I mean, because all over Twitter and all over Squared Circle and everything like that, people have been talking about it. It has created major buzz and a lot of people tuned in i saw tons of comments saying they tuned into this particular episode even if they haven't watched in a long time they wanted to know what 
is Shane McMahon going to say? Well, what is he going to unveil? And then as it started to happen, I'm sure people were tweeting about it, messaging their friends, and trying to see if other people were watching. So did it work? I mean, uh, I'll start with some positive. At least they have a lot of storylines going at once, a lot of different storylines, you know, with the yes. poisoning of uh, the Street Profits oh and um, <laughs> Def Jam Vendetta Raw Underground <laughs> and okay. um, Bailey. And so before we, before we recap the whole that. episode there, yeah. let's, no, let's already, just dive <laughs> and that's my own fault for telling you to recap it in classers, classic jobber fashion in, in classic Brad fashion I'm going to do a, a turn and uh, turn heel all of a sudden no I'm just kidding but I wanted to talk about this let's do it in order let's go straight off the bat it opens up with Apollo Crews The Return how'd you guys feel about that? it's good to good. see him back I, yeah I like Apollo I thought he had been sort of toiling around for a while and I, I think he's a really good mid-card champion uh, I thought it was kind of funny that the ref held up his legitimate championship belt and MVP's not legitimate <laughs> championship belt. He's like, these yes. are both up for grabs. And I guess it was a reason for Apollo to get the belt and make that belt legitimate. Thank you, Jason. Know what you think about that? <laughs> <laughs> Which one is legitimate? Yeah, I'll leave that in now. Is, is there one that is legitimate I, and I one that's not? I believe Apollo or? is now using MVP's belt. Yeah, he gave the other one to his kids. He's going to hang it on the wall. He's like, this is the official belt. They're going <laughs> to give it to my kids, put it on the wall. All right, I'm okay. take MVP's yeah, belt. As he, after the match, he said, I'm going to keep this one, the one that MVP paid for because it's nicer. And we're like, yeah, oh, okay. Been that then. <laughs> hey, but this is, all goes into, you know, the wrestlers run the show. Basically, yeah. they can do whatever they want. Well, <laughs> I mean, he made his Shane own McMahon. title. Why can't more people do that? <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's... Uh, What'd you say about Shane McMahon? He's the only one running things, but it's underground. It's not even the real show. So there's only, you know... Well, th that's the crazy there. part, right? I want to get to it later. All the, all the shenanigans that were happening around the episode. And Shane McMahon is in the building, I think. Whether he's in the basement or he's upstairs, he's still in the building. And there's a bunch of masked hooligans running around throwing Molotov cocktails at your backup generator or whatever behind the building. No one <laughs> cares. They poison your wrestlers. Nobody cares. I like what they, they're flickering the lights out. You throw Molotov cocktails at the generator and the lights flicker and the mics don't work kind of. Also, why, just, why is what? Shane doing that? Doesn't he own all of this? Like, why is Shane orchestrating this? Yeah, but more importantly, let's go back about two or three months or whatever. Why? Why did they not deal with the giant octopus that was in their, their like bins? Do you know what I mean, like, <laughs> yes. I'm sorry, but if I had wrestlers coming in, you know, you're cutting about and you're paying them stupid money to fight in a ring, right? The last thing I'd want is their commute to be <laughs> troublesome. Why? Why is there a giant octopus in the bin? Do you know what I mean? Nobody brings that up. That's not a thing. They just friggin' Yeah, yeah, let's move on from that. Forget that happened. It's true. They never uh, mentioned it again. Never mentioned it beat. again. Just a bloody octopus in the bin. Like, Oh, my God. Man. It's true. It's true. But uh, should we just get into Raw Underground? I think that's the thing that everyone's... You want to go straight into Raw Underground? Let's get into Raw Underground then. They had some teasers. They, they showed us a little a little snippet. We got to see um, Daba Kato. Uh-huh, interesting. Daba Kato is there, this this giant Who? guy. <laughs> what did you... He was on NXT. Yeah, but Daba Kato. What did you guys think? So it comes up on 
like the, the, the what's you call it? Social media. That's the one. <laughs> Shane McMahon, Monday Night Raw, live. And you're like, oh, right. Big, big Shane O'Max coming back. What did you think was going to happen? Because I'm telling we you right now, the to... last thing I thought yeah. about was a fight club. Yeah. <laughs> I, you know, I thought there was going to be a draft or there would be, you know, a GM announced or, you know, something. Or a new more... corporation or something, a new stable. Yeah, something like that, right? Well, they did kind of create a stable in the underground. Yeah, the, did they? What they called? did, but it's a stable that's already been together. Yeah, the heart yeah, the business. business. Is now, yeah. When did they get that name, first of all? I have no idea. I think. Well, what does that, that mean? Thing, I think that was like the, the, yesterday the was the business crowning of hurting of it, people. Right? I think so. I like them. I like that stable. I like. MVP. I don't like the name, but I like the stable. Yeah. yeah so I mean, Shelton's always a good worker, and Lashley, uh, Lashley's pretty good. I keep thinking of the Hurt Locker. Yeah, I, no I actually <laughs> thought that's what it was called. To be fair. Yeah. But yeah. like, I, I wanted to. We talked about this a little bit in our group chat and everything like that before. Um, you know, as it was going on and everything like that, but. Jason, I really want to hear your takes on this, as I called it, RW Underground, but it's actually Raw Underground. So <laughs> what is your takeaways after watching this episode and watching Raw Underground? I mean, the first thing I found funny was it's super, like, they try to make it look grimy and dangerous and everything, but they still had people, like, wearing masks around, like, around the, the ropeless <laughs> ring. So it's like, oh, be safe, but this no rules down here, you know? Like, so I don't know. It just That was kind of funny. Um, they had like stripper nitro girls dancing randomly Ugh. for whatever reason. It's supposed to be P is this no longer PG? Like, I don't understand. Or is that considered PG still? Um, I don't know. My whole impression of it was it'll probably go away. I think, uh, in a month, I don't see it lasting. It's like, um, it, it reminds me of, uh, the brawl for all. A lot of people were talking about, remember the, the shoot yep. boxing tournament they had, except this isn't a shoot. It, it's just wrestling without ropes. And if, if you have, like, Bobby Lashley in, like, a competitive match above ground, but when he's underground, he just knocks someone out with one punch, you're just burying whatever happens above ground. It doesn't make any sense anymore. It's like, oh, when you go down there, you can really fight. But when you're up there, it's all it's all pish. Like, I don't, you know, I don't understand. I think that was the best point that Jason made throughout all of it, and that's why I wanted him to speak on it first, was that it doesn't devalue the product happening, quote unquote, upstairs, because this is where the tough people go. This is where there's no rules, even though Shane can stop a match and start a match whenever. So this is where the real fights happen. What the hell's happening? But, but what, what do we want to see, it's, though? It's not it's not real. So, like, we watch wrestling because of the, you know, the artistry of it, the um, the uh, suspension of disbelief. Um, and down there, it's, we're supposed to just see people fight a shoot, a fake shoot fight for like a couple minutes of just punches and kicks. Minutes is but generous. surely, surely, if for you're seconds. gonna, yeah. if you're gonna have a new gimmick or whatever it is that you want to call this, right? Surely, you want your best guys to make it, you know, kind of take off off the ground, and they've instantly just put the mid card in. So I'm kind of sitting there watching like, okay, so your best guys are going to be upstairs in, you know, in the ring wrestling and you've just taken the mid card and a couple of guys from NXT and made them fight in the basement. 
Why would I be interested in that? Because you've you've not built these characters. I understand the point is that you've you know it's underground, it's it's dark and dangerous and all that crap. But I don't care about these guys at all because I've never seen them before, or or if I have seen them before, they're not the main guys. That's a that's a good point, um, Jordan. It touches on what, what my big reservation is, is that. Whereas some of you guys are, I mean, I'm also super into the storylines. I do like the wrestling, but this is taking out the wrestling and it's literally just almost like bare knuckle fighting. Like Jason said, it's almost like brawl for all, except it's still scripted. It's the, the punches are not landing. Like you can see they're not landing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, and there's no storyline, presumably it's just two guys fight. So a, are, is this going to be a separate thing or can someone show up above ground and then go underground on the same night on two different weeks? Are there going to be promos cut? Is there going to be a championship to fight over? It's just what, and, and WWE, why are they saying our issue is it doesn't look realistic enough. We need to get those guys who like UFC and MMA and boxing. They already don't watch wrestling or they put, do. For put Shayna Baszler. Put Shayna Baszler in yeah, raw underground. Sure. Well, See I mean, what Bobby there. Lashley is a legit fighter, right? So Bobby Lashley is, is yeah. a trained professional fighter, not just wrestler. Like they had Ziggler in there because he's a he was a former wrestling champion, right? In terms of actual collegiate former, wrestling, former Marine too. So but for Bobby, Marine like, Six, you brought in already Bobby Lashley, who's an unbeatable beast. Like, did they, are they trying to tell me that Daba Kato is going to beat Bobby Lashley? That's I it. don't it's think just, so. I don't know. What are the stakes of this? Like, what is the... That's what we have to find. I thought right off the bat, it's a good opportunity yeah. to showcase it and build a story. Like you guys say, draw us in with something. They, dr- they try to draw you in with the allure of this new thing. And, and to be honest, everyone's talking about it. We're all going to tune sure. in next week to find out what the heck happens. I mean, yeah, we do have a podcast about it, so that probably yeah. helps. But I think either way, we'd be tuning in to find out where mm-hmm. they're going to go with this. But again, you guys are right. Where is the story? Right now, the story is the um, Hurt Business came in and instantly took over, and now they own the show. And what, are they going to beat up Shane McMahon, toss him out the door, and just continue on? Yeah. It seems like they can, because they said there's no rules. But yeah. I, I guess for, I mean, the whole point of this, us talking about this, is to kind of review what happened, right? And I, 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 I refer back to my pre- Oh, my, I've just knocked my computer. I refer back to my previous statement. It's all good. We're all good. Um, what was the talk about? Oh, yeah, I refer back. So the issue that we have with a lot of the stuff that they do is that we've either seen it before or it's boring. Mm-hmm. And I asked you guys, what did you think was going to happen when Shano Mac was announced coming on? And you all said, oh, maybe a draft, uh, maybe a GM. Yeah, stuff that's been done before. True. Now, I mean, it's similar to something that has been done before, but it was 22 years ago. This has never been done. So we were kind of like, I have no idea what's going to happen here. And actually, although it was weird, I did want to watch and find out what's going to happen. So has it worked? For now, it has. Yeah, absolutely. Maybe. I'm definitely curious. So let's go. let's go this direction. If you could change things about it, what are the low-hanging fruit things that you would change? I'll leave this off um, with something you guys can go into more depth, but right away, the dancers, get rid of them. I don't think it helps at all. Oh. I think it makes it so much worse. Get rid of the dancers yeah. right away. 
Number one, what else would you guys change about it? What else? What other feedback do you have? The, or if you're gonna have dancers, at least make it look like they would belong in that setting. They're, they look like like strip cheerleaders, like out of place <laughs> in some grungy underground club, you know. But um, it, yeah. Add ring ropes and put it above ground. Oh wait, that's wrestling. Yeah, get back to wrestling. That's what they should do. <laughs> if I were if I were genuinely giving feedback, I would say stop. Don't don't try so hard to make it like this underground, edgy. It's oh, like yeah. it's like Shane Forged. or Vince just watch Fight Club and it's like, wow, that's a good idea. It's like what uh, Lewis was saying. I think in the chat is like, yeah, maybe this it'll just be a dream. It didn't actually yeah. happen. <laughs> just make, make it a boiler room. Make it like super no frills. If you're really going to go underground, like off the grid, make it no frills. Don't have this like smoky orange glow and the dancers and like this. The set yeah. look cheap for sure. Just cut. Guy outside the door and cut the yeah. cut the production. I don't yeah. need a ring. Just give me just give me. Yeah, like a boiler room where two guys fight and they pin on the floor. I don't need the ring. I also yeah, they don't. Need, they I, need the mats underneath. They need the wrestling ring uh, floor for sure. Why? Because they slam guys down on it. <laughs> just slam them on the concrete. Though. It's supposed to be underground. That's just, the whole point. I agree, but I don't think they'll do that due to the the injuries. I don't even that want would, that though. Ma- I don't like you're want saying, that. mask it better. Don't put the ring posts. Why do you have ring posts? Yeah, don't have ring posts. Cut the production value down. I don't need. Mm. I don't need smoke. I don't need, you know, specific lighting or anything like that. Just. Literally hang a light bulb from the middle of the just fight in roof pitch black and just and guess who wins? <laughs> Go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Commit to it. If you're gonna do this like edgy counterculture thing, commit. <laughs> exactly. Lower the production value. I want to yeah, really have it in like other some obvious things cellar. that people would. Mm. Oh, sorry, you cut out. Old oh no, go ahead. I was done. Oh, sorry. Old, it's because yeah, you cut guys. out, so I uh, I figured I'd take over oh. the dead air there. <laughs> no, but, I was uh, gonna say uh, some guys. Yeah, yeah, commit to the. Commit to the underground. Yeah. Don't make it underground featuring like tens of thousands of dollars of production value. Yeah, it, like it, really, it, yeah. it takes away from it. Like I'm sitting going, okay, so it's exactly the same without ropes. Yeah. Fine. So you've actually taken away half the move set of most of these guys. But it's not underground. It's just shite. Yeah, I think there's there's a lot of things to work on, and that's why I wanted to see what you guys would change in it because I don't think it's going anywhere yet. We're still going to see a little bit more of this, so I was wondering what we could oh, change. The other I know thing, something. Yeah, go for it. Get rid of the 100 million different camera cuts they had in one 10-second yeah. fight. Yeah, it's <laughs> way too. too much. And again, it's their first try at it, so whoever was producing this, I don't know what they He's were an thinking. an idiot. But it was madness. It was like there's no... <laughs> Like, have you ever been to film school? Like, you cut that much? There has to be an artistic reason, not just random, you know, garbage, like, mess of switch, 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 switch. Like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Like, I get that it's trying to be fast-paced and exciting and different, and it's maybe a good start in that direction, but, again, that's why I wanted your guys' feedback to see what you would change This about it. it seems like something... It, it's kind of um, along the lines of the, uh, what'd you, you know, the cinematic matches that they do. Yeah. So like Taker versus AJ and and all that nonsense, it's like they've taken these that they've done over the last few months and went actually let's make a quote unquote story out of the cinematic matches. So rather than have those you know a swamp match or whatever, they'll go okay. It's you know let's fight underground. Oh hell, they're gonna fight underground. It's gonna be crazy. But again, 
the production of it just kind of takes away from the whole grime of the situation that we're in. So, yeah. like, I, that's I, a problem I, that I've had with so many films over the years. When it looks too clean, mm. it doesn't look realistic, and it takes you out of it. And that's the same thing they try to do on set: is make everything polished and clean and perfect. And you're like, but that immediately takes away from it. And you know, and they say, well, little dirties and things can distract. But no, we want some dirt and grime, and that's that's how life is. Especially just, if you're supposed to be in just give this somebody like a just give someone like an iPhone and film it on that. <laughs> yeah, just like stick, you know, just what Samoa Joe isn't doing very much just now. So give him a camera and just say here, click. He go. did something this week. He, well, he did have something did. this week. I was yeah. pretty excited for what was gonna happen. We'll get to that later, but we didn't. We yeah. they, they teased us yet again. A little bit. All right, anything else on Underground that you guys want to say before we move on? Obviously, if anything else comes up in your mind, bring it up whenever, but anything like, else before we... Can you can you see yourselves getting excited for any possibilities with this, though, for real? Like, I watch wrestling for wrestling. I don't watch wrestling for fake street fighting, you know? Like, I just... <laughs> I just... I can't see myself getting into it. And even though cinematic matches were, are nice once in a while, but I really don't care for them in general because, for me, it's all about making it believable and this is so not believable and it's, it's like so grimy and and then you see him pu- get on top and start punching him and he's like not even hitting him it's like i can't get into it i just can't do it maybe it'll get a little better but overall it's pish pish i'm i'm just excited to see the WWE doing something a little bit different we've all wanted something different whether or not this takes off or not this is like Orange juice in your cereal, different. Yeah, I mean, yeah, maybe, but it's different. I, I would still, you know, we're, we're talking about it. We're still going to watch it and find out what happens. So, you know, what was their problem? Yeah, so we're the, suckers. Their Sucker. their ratings were low, so they were like, okay, how can we get people to watch? Let's do so something better. Crazy. Let's start some new crap. But oh, I think cool, they yeah. did both because they brought in something unique, different that we want to see and explore and find out where it goes. But also, I was impressed with this episode of Raw, and I did enjoy some of the story building that they did. I I know that WWE Creative listens to this podcast, and I'm thankful that they took our (laughs) feedback and injected some real story into this. And besides that, I mean, we had Apollo Crews versus MVP, which, I mean, they're still going to fight each other, even though MVP is part of the underground, or is he on the main card? I don't know. Um, Apollo's promo was, you know, not my favorite after the match. Uh, he had a couple botches and things, but he was excited and, and all of that. But again, I digress. We move on to the next one. And I was actually pretty happy with the next segment. I am chuffed that the Riot Squad is back together. Are you? Uh, are are they back together, or is that more of a? Well, they're missing one member. The, oh you yeah, know. yeah, Logan. but it's just the two of them. The two that, you know, just that, that sort of started it all. The two that, you know, it, you know, no, no offense to Sarah, but these two are are special together. I think they're going to go on to do some great things. So you guys can disagree with this. That's completely fine. That's what this is all about. But I wanted to say that I was happy with that segment. Ko being a part of it added a different sort of flair to it. Added some uniqueness. I enjoyed that. He was definitely able to carry the segment because he's incredible on the mic. Oh, he's so good. And I, I think, think the Iconics did a great job making Riot Squad look good. Yeah. I think and that's what I'll say on that segment. I think they, they needed another tag team with, um, yeah. with Kyrie Sane leaving. 
they needed sure. another legitimate women's tag team so that, they, that belt means something but we've and been actually, saying this for a while we thought they were building to this reunion for a while yeah, now yeah absolutely and i think it's it's come at the perfect right, time now more than ever that's a good point it's come at the perfect time um so yeah yeah i'm excited for it as well like i i, I liked the riot squad when they were a thing there was some good matches going on but just the two of them now i mean they were arguably well, like we said, the main you know, two if you want to call it but yeah, they've built up live a little bit better now i feel like yes, she's had some absolutely. singles wins and she you know ruby obviously has had her struggles in singles competition but we know how good she is so Anyway, that's Jason and, and Wax. You're a little bit silent on this one. How do you guys feel about this segment? We won't go too long on it, but it was fine. I thought Ruby's. Uh, I thought their sort of apology promo was really well done. It was you know you, you believed it? You believed it was two friends making up. Kevin obviously Kevin Owens doing great. To, you know, have some water. Money four jobbers. Have, uh, a nice water. <laughs> have a nice water. Have a nice water. Have a nice water. And, uh, yeah, I mean, if you're going to have some women's tag teams, you can't just have, I mean, obviously Bailey and Sasha are one, but you can't just have the iconic sort of hanging around if you want to do something with them. You need someone else there, and you need to do something with some of the other women. So Ruby had been sort of doing this losing story for a bit, and, and we saw her sort of come back with Bianca last week, and I thought that was going to continue, but Liv is uh, a more natural fit. Yeah, that's a good point. I actually her. never thought about that. Because last week we saw Ruby and Bianca do something. I was like, oh, what's going to happen here? And actually, yeah, I'd, <laughs> I, I, a week forward, I'd totally forgotten that her and Bianca was a thing. And it just seems to make more sense that her and Liv were doing something. So that's, yeah, that's sick. Shout out to Bianca, who appeared later in the episode to uh, start a little rivalry maybe with um, Zelina Vega, which could be a good little storyline there. Again, talking about poisoning a wwe employee shane is in the building we have some hooligans running around masked throwing molotov cocktails poisoning employees nothing happens uh... <laughs> interesting just a standard day in uh florida or whatever yeah yeah maybe that's what it is it's, oh it's just florida <laughs> yeah that's fine just florida <laughs> i do you know she's yeah. really underutilized uh, Selena Vega. I understand that she's kind of like a valet or whatever just now, but she's really underutilized. I think she could do so much more. Yeah. Um, and it would be nice to see her in some matches or see her just do something other than just stand at the ring and occasionally do a Hurricane Rana on someone. You know, <laughs> it would be good to see her do something. Yeah, I agree with that 100%. I think she has. Tremendous talent and could be in the title picture at some point. And I hope she is. And her and, and Bianca, I don't know if this is going to lead into a storyline, but it could be cool. And now, on to the next segment, which was fantastic. We had Randy Orton and Drew McIntyre oh, talking on the sticks. What did you guys think of it? It's setting up well. I, uh, I don't have much to say on the specifics of it. It's just... After a couple weeks of fighting Dolph Ziggler, it's nice to see Drew get an actual challenger for his title. A match where my, my brain still tells me it's going to be Drew who overcomes Randy at SummerSlam. But really, it wouldn't surprise me too much either way. And that's a match befitting of one of the big four pay-per-views that SummerSlam. This is one of the things that WWE is doing right. Randy Orton is 
has got a ton of momentum right now. Yeah, yeah. And Drew has a ton of momentum right now. And it, it's, I think it's going to be a very good fight. But that, that's how it should be. That's what every single, you know, WWE Championship match or, or whatever championship match should be. I should be able to sit there and go, do you know what? I don't know which way this is going to go because they've Agreed. built the, the characters so well on either side that I don't know which way it's going to go. And this is, you know, with Dolph, I was like, I know what's going to happen. I'll yep. watch it and it'll be good nonetheless, but I'll, you know, I know what's going to happen. I genuinely don't know what's going to happen at SummerSlam. It is actually going to be really exciting to see what happens. Now, we all know, Jordan, that you're a big Drew McIntyre fan. Yeah, I'm well, biased in that regard, for sure. Jason, you are the ultimate Randy Orton fan, especially in this group. So I was thinking uh, of the both of you when this happened. Well, I mean... I'm not an ultimate Randy Orton fan. I do like him and appreciate him. He's been around for a long time. We all like and appreciate Randy things. Orton, yes, but you're a bit of a mark for him. Well, I want him to win. Exactly, it's see? <laughs> well, I mean, I think he deserves Whoa. it. <laughs> he deserves it? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Explain. Nah, he's he's, the other he's 15 he's times he won. <laughs> yeah. Does he deserve to have 16 <laughs> championships? I... I mean, I'd have to go back and check every time he won. Does he deserve know. to be on the same level as John Cena and Ric Flair with 16 championships? Well, he's only, does he have that many? I, I was no, no, no. This is only know, this is, yeah. I don't know if, he if he wins 13, this, 13, this would be his 10th. Oh, 10th. 10th. Okay. Oh, okay. So he's he's not quite there. But but we we spoke about this recently. Like how many championships you win doesn't make you great. It just Exactly. It but means there's certain numbers that are special. You know? 16 is a, is a special number. That's why I thought if he was in, encroaching upon that number, absolutely, then absolutely. he does not deserve to be in that. I mean, John Cena is arguably the greatest WWE superstar of all time, arguably. So It is arguable. Him having 16 yeah, he's, championships. He's at 9, so 10's fine. He could get 10. I think that's, he could. that's deserving. But what did you think of the promo itself, Jordan? He seemed to shoot quite a bit in that promo. I You give... If you hand the reins to Drew, just just he go, here's the reins, mate. Not the Roman reins, Roman. just the like, Roman's reins exactly. or just some other reins. Roman's reins. Roman's reins are the best reins. You know, if you just hand the reins to him and just say go, he is he's phenomenal. I he's so good on the mic. He's got so much character, so much charisma. But again, I'm biased when I say that because it's the kind of stuff I would want to hear and see because he's basically me. <laughs> much better looking and far more fit than I ever will be but Debatable. you know what is this? personality wise we're pretty similar you know um, but yeah like I, I think he he's so good on the mic and actually cutting promos he he makes me believe every word that he's saying and then out comes Randy and I'm kind of like ah, okay he's also so good He's so good on the mic that it's difficult. It's really difficult to kind of pick a favorite between these two. And I think that's what's beautiful about this just Definitely. now. Yeah, I agree. I agree. It was well done. Nothing else I to say on that, Jake? Like I said. Well, I mean, one Sorry, thing I will say is I hope that there is a clean finish yes, to no their match at SummerSlam. Please give us a clean, decisive victory because this should be an epic match. They have done a great job leading up in to this, and they will continue to, I hope so, right? Back and forth. 
please give us a good payoff. No schmas, no Ric Flair interference or Shane McMahon coming above ground to do some bullshit. <laughs> Nothing. Just give us a clean finish. Don't put them uh, in a I'm tag not... matches, okay? Don't don't throw them with a couple people and make them tag together for no reason. Please. No, don't let them t- don't let them lay a finger on each other. Yeah. Not one finger. I want one at the, one at the top of the ramp, one in the ring for the That's next it. couple of weeks or yep. whatever until even if they're in until, the same ring, just looking face yep. to face as long just as they don't do, touch. do a signing, social distance, yeah, ex- social distance so, signing. <laughs> Do you know what? I'm so proud of you, Jason. I I wasn't sure if you were one of those social distancers, and I'm so proud of you. Thank you. Oh, I've been practicing social distancing for 30 years. Yeah. <laughs> or have people been social distancing from you? Ooh, That's oh, my wow. It's all about how you look at Jason's it. Jason's yeah. a hypochondriac, for those that don't know. Another, we always go into Jason's personal life a little bit on every episode, so this is a good time to tell you all that Jason's he has been personal very... life. Dun, 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 dun. I don't know if I'm a hypo. What's like in between? No, hypo. Sem- semi. Semi-chondriac. Semi-chondriac. No, semi-hypo. But I'm like one that can like talk himself down, you know? You definitely have adapted yourself well, but, you know, you have definitely been affected by COVID. I'm not holding it against you or judging you. in my head. <laughs> okay. Yeah, COVID they in your head. I'm wow. sick. I think I'm dead. They talk to me. <laughs> Hey, Jason, everyone. Hit him up on SoundCloud. He's a SoundCloud wow. rapper, for those that don't know. He's called The Show, apparently. I learned exactly. that last week. He actually has but some yeah. videos still on YouTube. Let's uh, get back on track here. Randy Orton <laughs> hopefully wins at SummerSlam and uh, becomes the 10-time champion. What do you guys think the stipulation will be for this match, by the way? They haven't announced uh, anything yet, but we need something, don't we? No stips. No I just no want... Stips. Just give okay. me a match. Give me a match. Just give me a yeah, singles match, I hope. It was just the way they were talking sounded like it was going to be violent. No, 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 no. I want a match. I cool. want <clears throat> straight-up yeah. wrestling match. It's, I want this match to be greater than the greatest wrestling match ever, or whatever it was. <laughs> okay, but I don't want it to be forty-five minutes though. Hopefully, it's no, like no, no, no. A like, good twenty-five yeah. minutes, thirty minutes yeah. max, perfect. Oh, yeah. what about an Iron Man match between these two? That'd be sick. That would be nuts. contradict what I just said. But if it was an Iron, <laughs> Man I mean, match, if this match cool. is inconclusive, you know, if this match is really good, and then they go into next one and change the title again or something, and then you want to lead it to WrestleMania or some other big pay-per-view and then we have an iron man match cool i don't know if the first time would be the best for their iron man match i'd like to Just see them give me have to give be, me a like, standard match because an iron man it match better be is a yeah. sick match the ending to it a better giant not be all SummerSlam first match leading to the next one give us a sick match yeah. stop this bullshit schmoz <laughs> leading no to schmoz. another please no to, you know what i mean yeah yeah, yeah but you can have anything to gain from you can a, have from like mm-hmm. a legitimate match and it still lead to something else like, True. If you have a match, but usually it's a bullshit finish. Yeah, and usually. and and that's how they seem to write it these days. But like, you could have a legitimate match morph into something, um, you know, long term. But yeah, you can still have a one two three in the ring or a, a, a tap out or whatever at the first like, one. If Drew wins, if Drew wins clean, how does Randy continue? How did, why does he deserve another match? So, you know what I mean? So it has to be Randy. A good example of that would be the Cena Rock um, WrestleMania matches. Oh, the once in a lifetime match. Yeah. Oh, wait, no, twice in a lifetime. Yeah, fair enough. Mm-hmm. They, they marketed it wrong, but you know, you had a match 
where somebody won clean, and then for pretty much a year, they built well, who the won? story. The Rock did. Yeah, the first one, yeah. And then they so built, John Cena they built had to get the, that back, for sure. Yeah, so he was building it and building it and building it throughout the year until eventually it was right, I need to challenge him again. I've, you know, I, I need this or whatever. But if, the, if, if uh, John Cena won the first match, you think The Rock come, comes back to fight him again? Probably not. Yeah, but there's got to be a way to do that, right? Like, that's the whole thing we're talking about. Is there a way to do that? Now, if you go by classic wrestling, Randy Orton could win, but it would not be 100% clean. He would have to do something heel-ish to make it happen. And we've had that over the course of history, and it's worked fine. The problem is the overuse of the schmas has sort of diluted a situation like that where you could have Randy Orton do some sort of thing with the referee or something. and then needs to be one per pay-per-view. That 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 should be a rule. One per yeah, pay per view. There's no problem with having one or two. I'm I'm fine with that. Depending on the on the situation, it just sucks when it's always in the title fights, right? And yeah. it can be Every if it's done properly. Night. We're fine yeah. with it. Boring. What are you muttering Not about, dead. old man? Well, I'm just I'm drunk. We should move on. We're at forty. Minutes. Yeah, I just yeah. I wanted to talk about. That's a good point because this next one. Okay, we had Nia Jax. Versus this ginger guy, and she is now being. Sus- <laughs> she left her face on his shirt. That, yeah, she left her half her face on his shirt. But she is being suspended for assaulting a WWE official. It's well, she uh, got fined the first time, right? And then she had to apologize. But and then she doubled Wait, where down. WWE lore how has this come from? Where you're not allowed to assault the officials? It's just they just pull of, it out this, when they want. I don't none understand. None of this works. None of this works for me. It's first of all, like, I, I think I see what they're trying to do is they're trying to build Naya as like, oh, you're telling me a woman uh, what to do, which, you know, good message for sure. Just badly, badly Not executed. This case. And she turns around well, and she's, <laughs> what is that? I, she, I'm <laughs> saying, what I'm saying is that's what they're trying for. Yeah. And then she turns around and challenges this guy to a match, which like, okay, why? Why would that happen? Yeah, why who would this, is he? Who is he? He's, he is a, I looked him up. His name is Pat Buck. He is actually someone with wrestling background in Why do we OBW, have to look him up? But has not been a wrestler <laughs> do we have in to a look decade. And <laughs> it's just in what universe are we meant to believe that a non-wrestler is going to say, yeah, let's have a match. She's in the exactly. ring and he's standing behind her. And what does he have to gain? Because like, he has nothing probably, to gain. She could probably kick his ass, I'm sure. And you know what? She has nothing to gain either. Exactly. It makes sense. Well, like, she could be like, I beat a man or something. If that, me- if that means something to her, I, I don't beat know. A, I beat a bag of, of toenails. A ginger sack of crap. A, let's yeah. say what it is. <laughs> Beat a ginger yeah, idiot. She, she said a, a racial slur on uh, The Rock. Call him a ginger. Yeah, well, you can't, that a racial yeah slur? you can't say that. Only a ginger can call another ginger a ginger. The ginger race. Do I count? Can, can I say that? Yeah, a ginger in your beard is fine. Okay, and you live in Scotland. Me. I mean, you know. There you go. But she turns around. True. Did you guys miss this? She turns around. She says, oh, I almost didn't see you there. So what was <laughs> the joke? Because yeah, he's skinny. He's not very good on the white. mic. What, what was the joke? I think because he's like a small guy. He's pale? <laughs> He's a, a small guy. I don't know. I don't know. Small, I, I don't, he's he's no a sense. small I don't guy. Know if it's, I don't know if that was that deep of a, yeah. of a, anyway, of a joke. We all, we're, all in a, we're all in agreement <laughs> on that on that push. So Flair and Owens sad. had a nice little segment there. I thought that was cool. Um, what do you guys think of, it was cool. of Mr. Nice KO and the fact that KO is going to fight Randy Orton next week? I, th- I think angry KO is coming out slowly. The good KO that destroyed Sami Zayn. <laughs> In NXT and destroyed everybody. When he came, he was a threat. Like Chris Jericho? You saw him coming down to the ring. Like, 
Well, no, that's, that's after. Like when he, when he first came oh, up, yeah. Fight Owens fight he was a Kevin. killer. Yeah. He was a killer. What happened? Yeah, to he's fight better Owens as a fight. heel. That's that was the. He's better as a heel. I agree. He used to be kill, yeah. steam, kill back when at the independent shows. Exactly. And I understand Kevin Fight steam. Owens fight was such a good character. It, he, he he. I think he just works better. Some some wrestlers work better as faces. Some work better as heels. He. I just don't buy him as much. As a face, I still love having him on my television screen. I still like seeing him. He's still a good performer, but he's just so much more effective as a heel. And some some guys should maybe just stay that way. Yeah, I think Jason's right in the sense that if he turns, it could be pretty cool. I don't know what it's going to take could for be. him to turn from Mr. Nice Guy into Fight Owens Fight. But either way, I don't I'm even down. look at him as like a, a face. Like he's just so good. Like he's just he's just himself. But and he's being Mr. Nice mean Guy. He right? does. If he says something, yeah, I guess. But like, he's he's always been an in betweener for me. Like you know, I've, yeah. Maybe just because I've always been a fan of his. But obviously, you know, he could do either. But yeah, Ryan is right. Uh, he's a better heel. But he could do anything. He's the best they have right now. Hundred percent, in my opinion. I agree. And moving on next, we had, uh, what do I have here? My notes, Bailey's barking was really funny. I think Bailey's still firing in all cylinders. Her and Sasha are doing a great job, uh, but, oh yeah, what? Big problem. Yes. So since when do you get disqualified for interfering with people outside, not involved in the match? It's true. Oh, wow. It's true. <laughs> no, but that's, that's what I was, was going to build up to with this, with this segment here. Thanks, Jason, for uh, the perfect Well, we don't got time. So Oscar just, came in and hit Bailey. Bailey wasn't even in the match, and somehow that messes up the it's match. It's the most insane thing I've ever seen. It's so ridiculous. We have someone assaulting someone outside of the ring, and then the bell rings. I didn't see the ref call for the bell. I didn't see anything happening. No, but it went to the commercial, didn't we? Did we? After that? <laughs> I think so. Yeah, I think it went. It, yeah, it's definitely I don't know. just very and then, sloppy. And then and then Shayna Shayna Baszler wasn't even <laughs> mad. She just gets in the ring like slow down. Doesn't even question what happened. She's just like, well, if you win, Oscar, then I'll challenge you. <laughs> and then like, what the hell? And then Sasha comes out, starts making matches. Well, you want that match? Well, then you got to fight Bailey next week. It's like, what's going on? Who's running this? That's show? what I was saying, right? Exactly. It, it all ties back into the masked goons running around destroying the show. This this match just ends out of nowhere, and it's unfortunate because there's some good stuff happening. Like Shayna Baszler did this fake kick to Sasha, and she still like kind of flinched, and it was so good. I, I don't know. I just thought that was a good moment. I think Baszler's the match was great. good. They were having a good match. Yeah, they and did. That's why I'm so mad that it just ended out of nowhere for no reason. Yeah, let's just call the match because someone fought outside. Blue the balls. Ring. They blue balls me. <laughs> Anyway, I'm excited to see what go. happens with that. You know, Baszler, I, I think she's fantastic, so let's keep that rolling. She is. Um, I really liked Samoa Joe's part of the whole Dominic segment. I think that was my favorite part of that segment was Samoa Joe getting pissed off, him standing up, taking off his tie and all that, looking like he's going to fight. He's so good on the mic. He's a legit tough guy. You think he's going to beat people's asses, so I was I was excited that I thought we were gonna get we, some Samoa Joe action, but we need to get Joe back. We need him to do something. I don't know what it is. Save us, Joe. But just we need Joe. Joe's quality. Are any of you into that other yeah. that storyline with Dominic? Are you guys still into that? Are you still excited for it? Engaged? Yeah, I think it's good. Do you know? I, like I actually and want is I want to see him wrestle. I don't want to see him with a kendo stick anymore. I want to see him wrestle. Like they've built him with that but bloody it's a kendo stick on a pole match though. What? 
<laughs> someone, uh, someone, I was reading uh, just some recaps uh, before I was able uh, to watch the highlights, and someone said this, uh, and I agree with it, is that Dominic comes out last week and he saves Alistair Black. This week he saves Joe. Neither of those guys really need to be saved by Dominic. No. Of all people, so Dominic's the new weird. Roman Reigns. Maybe we'll see. Yeah, uh, maybe we'll see Dominic in the underground against Bobby Lashley. That'd be <laughs> sick with the kendo stick. With the kendo stick. There's no yeah. rules. Yeah. Can you bring a gun? It is Florida. <laughs> yeah, here. I mean, Florida is fucked. But yes. I don't know if you could bring a gun to an underground wrestling match. Although, let's no see. Rules. Let's see what happens. There's no <laughs> rules, man. There's no rules. So bring a lightsaber. It's all good. We're, we're absolutely rolling. I think we've pretty much covered just about everything that happened on Monday Night Raw. Is there anything else you guys wanted to discuss? I don't want to discuss anything more, but what I do want to say something. Please? That was about half an hour, if not longer, of us talking about Raw. When was the last time it took you that long to talk about a show? Whether it was great, a lot of complaining or to do. Whether it was great <laughs> yeah. or whether it was bad, we spoke about it, and I think oh, I, I, I think I that's great. I agree. I think that's great. Are we just are we just talking about raw here, or we're we're talking about any shit? Still just raw. Uh, yeah, I have I nothing more raw. to say about raw. I have nothing more to say about raw. I have other stuff to say later, but uh, yeah, yeah, raw. It's got us talking. I, I can I can agree with Jordan there. Yeah. I will. What are they going to do with it? I'm not optimistic, but uh, I'm. That's interested. not the point. Week by week, I agree week. with that. Not optimistic, but mildly interesting. I think that's the problem for yeah, me here is I go. am cautiously optimistic because they had storylines injected, and I'm starting to be excited about where they're going to go, which in the past has always led Let's to my go. ultimate disappointment. But we will see. <laughs> okay. <laughs> has it not? <laughs> well, no. So how can you be optimistic? Because I still get fooled into it every single time. I just I love what a mark. WWE, and I, I have high hopes because... Of what I've seen I love the them too. That's why I complain about them. But so see, much. I haven't had hope for a long time. I've been like, they better do some story. Ah, well, it sucks. They got to do some story. But then all of a sudden, here we have an episode that had storyline building, and I, I went over it. I enjoyed so many parts of this episode, even though we always have things to complain about. We love to armchair GM, but I have to give them props where props are due, and I enjoyed this episode overall. They are due. They are due. Yes. Yeah. That's reasonable. What'd you say, Mutters? All right, on to the on to the next thing. All right, do we have time? Do you guys want to talk about Jason's homework of the week? Let's do it. Let's be let's be quick about it, but let's get it done. All right. So, Jordan, bring us in. Okay. I do you know I'm really annoyed. I was actually going to bring my guitar in and actually play oh. us a bit, but I forgot. Oh. So I'll do it next week. Okay. Hold hold me to it. Next week I'll bring my guitar and I'll play us in. But here we go. Next. <clears throat> If Walk one single Jordan. person mentions it anywhere on social media, he will do it. How about that? <laughs> yeah, yeah, okay, there you go, there you go. Right, but I'll sing us in today, okay. Jason's homework of the week for the jobbers. Brum. Yeah. Ow. That was amazing. All right, so. It changes right, every Jason. time. It so changes, uh, you know, mix it up. I love it. This this, uh, this week, um, I'm going to need from each one of you your Four favorite female wrestlers of all time, and we're nice. gonna start with Waxman. Ooh, okay. Okay. yeah, let's go. Okay, I was ready for that. I was expecting that, so I'll go in uh, four to one. 
four to one, and it it almost goes sort of backwards in history, cool. because and and so that'll be a little bit of a spoiler. But my number four, I have to go with Sasha Banks. She is my favorite women's wrestler uh, that is on WWE right now. I absolutely love her gimmick. I love how she talks. I love her wrestling skill. I think she's fantastic. Super fun to watch for me. Um, she, I think. You know, Bailey's probably a bit of a hotter commodity right now, but Sasha is still my number one current female wrestler. Fair, fair. And number three, I'm going with AJ Lee. Ooh. AJ Lee was the torch carrier for the women's division in a very dark and dull and dreary period for the women's division. And I think she did it really well. She had a lot of talent. I would have really loved to see what she could have done with this batch of women wrestlers that we have now. And that actually brings me to my number two, who I'd also like to see, who is in WWE, not as a wrestler, but as an announcer. And that is Beth Phoenix, who is number two. I think she was an excellent combination of power and and just talent, skill. It just, again sort of went in the tail end of the last sort of good era of women's wrestling and before the women's revival. Another woman who I think would have just been so fun to watch in this era today. But my number one, I have to... Some of you might think it's going to be Lita. It's not Lita. It is our Canadian-born... It is Trish Stratus, the original diva, the, in my opinion, still the best women's wrestler we have ever seen always good had the looks had the smarts had the talent she carried the women's division herself for years and years and years what about lita (laughs) lita was injured half the time and then she i kind of think once she started getting with edge lita was more valet at that point anyway but trish was always a consistent worker she was a great heel she was a great face she was always fun to watch, even in a time, again, when women's wrestlers were models first and wrestlers second. Trish was an excellent competitor, and that's why she is still my number one. She had a humble Great beginning, list. too. She, yep. she was a valet and just yep. like eye candy. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For, for um, TNA, right? Yeah. Heston yep. Albert. Yeah. Good, uh, it's good list. Good uh, list. All right, Jason, Thank you. let's give us right, next your Jordan. list. Yeah. Oh, me? All right, uh, number four, I'm going to go with Luna Vachon. Wow, interesting. Oh, go right, Otsuko. Right. Um, I, I don't know if I can name a ton of her great matches, but, I mean, back then it was, you know, few mm-hmm. and far between the opportunities, you know, that women would get. Uh, but her look was fantastic. I remember as a kid, she would scare the hell out of me every time I saw her. And that was the whole point of her gimmick and coming in with Bam Bam Bigelow. Uh, I think she was, you know, ahead of her time in that aspect of it. Maybe she wasn't the first to have that kind of look, but she definitely made it come across very well. And she had like those veins painted right. into mm-hmm. her head. And I was like, is that real? When I was like, yeah, I think we were both scared out. of her for sure. <laughs> yeah, for sure. And she was also in WWE Raw for True. Super Nintendo and Sega Genesis as a playable character. A yeah. Um, number three, I'm going to go with, oh, I forgot. Wow. 
I'm blanking out. Uh, I'll go with Mickey James. Is that just a guess, or, or did you actually? Oh. <laughs> no, Mickey. I don't remember if Mickey James was two or three, but I'll put a three and hopefully remember the other what? one as I'm talking. <laughs> um, <laughs> Mickey James. Uh, honestly, she had. She came in like I'm watching right now. I'm rewatching uh, 2006 Raws, and that's when she was coming into the fray with Trish, and she was obsessed with Trish. Jason, and I like, I can't wait for you to catch up with the rest of the world <laughs> and be. You know, on par with everything else, like you. Oh, so I can start watching the underground. <laughs> yeah, like fans. eventually you will start watching <laughs> modern wrestling. I wanted to rewatch some some classics, but yeah. So people didn't know is she have a crush on Trish? Is she yeah, just like sure. an ad- admirer or whatever? Amazing. They had that cra- that crazy girl yeah. thing going on. It was it was, uh, it was fantastic. And then from there, she didn't fizzle out. She became like a legit carrier of yep. the title. And and in, after Trish was starting to like you know go towards retirement, she she carried um the ball for a while and did very well and yep. she also had that return which should have been much bigger but they didn't use her properly um nice. number two uh have you remembered i'm gonna go with uh did you not write your list down I for forget. goodness sakes it's your own homework and you didn't write your list down are you the biggest <laughs> dumbest jobber i've of. ever heard and seen in my entire life who the hell was it? You're like the, you're like the blue mini of the four jobs. I'll go with I'll go with Paige. As no, I'll go with Paige. You're just Paige gonna guess two. Paige out of nowhere. Uh, okay. like, this is just um, so weird. No, because no, she was on my list and I was debating. Paige Paige legit was. You haven't was, even uh, seen her matches. <laughs> <was a> great. <laughs> yeah, I have I still remember that moment when she yeah, did you watch her in NXT title, or, or some of her best night? matches ever? <laughs> yeah, I did. But that that debut that that debut night, yo. I remember it. Yes. Me and you watched it together. It's a memory I'll always have. It was a great moment, and I, you know, we don't have millions of them to to remember. Uh, so Paige, <laughs> she's she was great. So and, and I wish Paige. she was still wrestling. Love okay. it. It was your number one. <laughs> number one. Your number one number of one. all time. I can't wait. One hundred percent. It is China. China. My China. number one is what? China. She was in the Royal Rumble. She, she won the Intercontinental title. Don't she was supposed like to main event SummerSlam. Did we say best or your, this is she your, she's was, your she favorite could, she female wrestler of all time? You didn't even have Alexa favorite. Bliss on your list? Yeah, she was. A... Oh, that's who it was. Yeah, it wasn't, you're not a fan of Paige. Don't <laughs> bullshit me with coming up with this. It should be China 2, Alexa Bliss number one for you. No, 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 no. China's number one. Alexa Bliss <laughs> is number two. Yeah, forget uh, Paige. She's number five. Wow! Somebody dropped so, uh, in the space Alexa of one Bliss, comment. Somebody managed to Alexa drop Bliss three places. Two. I love it. <laughs> Alexa Bliss is number two, but as of late, like I don't like her at all. I think she's horrible. horrible. Whatever the, hopefully, this new angle with uh, Bray Wyatt is good. But what she's doing with um, Nikki uh, Cross, Nikki Cross is garbage. I, I, I hate her right now. Yeah. But when she was the champion, and uh, she was fantastic. So yeah, number one's China. She wow. could beat up half the men's roster. She was a legit threat. She was uh, Triple H's bodyguard. She was amazing when they were feuding with Goldust, and she would shake Marlena, and like uh, she's just she's got so many accolades. She's yeah. she's the best, China, and she has a great sex oh. tape. <laughs> <laughs> Alexa Bliss, Shout if she went full Bars. horror, wore the veil and everything, I think she could be horror. horror. China. Oh, horror. <laughs> horror, horror. I think she could be so sick horror. if she became Sister Abigail. That would be crazy. A legit female know, horror but that's star. That's yet to be seen. That's yet, yet to, to be, be seen. seen in well, Summer Slams on the horizon. So to recap my confusing list, Luna Vachon, uh Mickey James, 
Alexa Bliss and China. Nice. All right. A confusing. All right, I'll go next. We'll leave Jordan. We'll leave the best for last. Um, I have some, Fair. you know, some honorable Fair. mentions here. Of course, I have to add Sonny as an honorable mention. Is my dad's favorite wrestler of all time, <laughs> male or female. Yeah. She never really <laughs> doesn't matter. Your dad's a pervert. His, his yeah, favorite part too. of Raw Very was the puppies. Porno. We went to see live shows, and he would always be so happy when Sonny would come out. He'd stand up and cheer louder than anyone in the building, and I'd always be like, ew, gross, you know, like one of those types of things. So good memories there. So let's just go quickly. <laughs> All of mine have been named, so let's go through them pretty quickly. Number four, A.J. Lee. I was a big A.J. Lee fan back in the day. Record-tying, three-time Divas champion, 406 days as the Divas champion, so pretty remarkable career for her. And just, she was the most entertaining female wrestler for many, many years and deserves a lot of credit. She had the crazy girl gimmick, I loved the crazy girl gimmick. It was great. Number three, Sasha Banks, for sure. Big fan. Have been for a long time. time. Don't like boss time. There's a few things of hers that I don't like, obviously, but um, (laughs) Banks versus Bailey are some of the best matches I've ever seen. Regardless of gender, obviously, yeah. Uh, you know what? Takeover Very Brooklyn. Good. That match was just phenomenal. Let's just say. It. So, number two on my list shouldn't have been mentioned, but was is Paige. She was so different. <laughs> That's no, why you're all. so mad. I'm just mad at the disrespect Jason that you gave Barrier. her because I know she wouldn't be on your list. You haven't seen any of her matches. You I put her. I put her number. Do you remember two. watching her versus her Emma two. in NXT? Yeah, but then she then she jumped to number five. And yeah, even then, if he lists more, if I list some more people, he's probably going to bump her down to like 15. Because we're not talking about best. We're talking about favorite. Yeah. And no, you were no, never no. a page she, mark. She, she deserves start to be with high. <laughs> <laughs> this is supposed to be a mark list. It's your top four favorite. You're supposed to be marks for these people, aren't you? I mean, I guess. The only one, anyway, I don't know. I'm completely so you're fucking you. Omar. When I, was, when I was a big wrestling fan, unfortunately, women's wrestling wasn't You had your time. And Shut up. didn't have good matches. <laughs> oh, I'm just bugging you again. <laughs> her versus AJ Lee. Her versus Charlotte. Her versus Sasha. All those matches, absolutely phenomenal. She's been in some triple threat matches that were incredible. So Paige, definitely number two for me. I mean, absolutely fantastic. Number one. If anybody knows me, they'll know this one. It's Trish Stratus. Trish absolutely. Stratus. I had posters up on my walls as a kid. Yeah, I was a very, satisfied. I was a big fan for sure. I mean, and this all culminates, right? I mean, she had incredible matches with uh, Mickey James. You know, uh, I think it was at WrestleMania. But at WrestleMania, they had a fantastic match. Her versus Lita at Unforgiven. Um, her versus oh. Lita in the main event of Raw. Fantastic. Oh, yeah, um, her was, versus yeah. Stephanie McMahon. Another one of my favorites. But of course, her versus Charlotte at last year's SummerSlam. I went back and rewatched it again because it's a great match and it's just two phenomenal, 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 phenomenal superstars. Yes. I definitely had to put Trish number one on my list for sure. Canadian. Just, you know, phenomenal. That's all I got to say. I'm a huge mark. No more needs to be said. Nice. Nice. Good list. Good list. So it's all you, Jordan. Let's go. Let's hear it. Oh, bud. I thought right. you were going to lead that off. Is off. that it? If I say my <laughs> list? Yeah, let's go. Bring it on. Yeah. Sorry. Right. Ricky Cross, number one, two, three, you won't, four, mate. You won't believe it. Becky Lunch. You won't believe it. But nobody, nobody has mentioned my four 
Yeah, at I, all. I, had, I have a list of people I not wanted to put, not but I didn't one. say them just in case you had some. This is crazy. I can't believe that. Not one. Amazing. Right. My number four, right? I mean, this is favorites, Friends. not greatest of all time. Sure. This is favorites. My number four, yeah. Victoria. Nice. Oh, that's was, a good pick. Good. Victoria, good pick. I thought, was a wrestler in a valley mm. era. I think yes. she was legitimate against Trish and um, uh, Lita and all of that just at the end of the Attitude Era into the what we now know as the Ruthless Aggression Era. Yeah. Victoria is my number four. I, I loved yeah, watching her. Widow's Peak. Yeah, she was great, man. She was really impressive. Um, so Victoria, number four. Number three was mentioned, but was never in a list. My number three is nice. Lita. Glad someone put her on the list. Uh, with the hard yeah. with the Hardy Boys being, you know, a staple for me growing up, Lita had to be in that top four somewhere. Uh, so Lita is definitely in there. Yeah. Number two, from a purely wrestling point of view, Charlotte nice. Flair. She, I, I do even think I need to explain why. I think she's proved herself time and time and time again. She is genuinely one of the most athletic um, wrestlers that we have, regardless of gender. And every single performance, I go, wow, that, that, that was good. So Charlotte, That was what I was two. thinking with the uh, Trish Stratus versus Charlotte match is two of the best. You could argue that those are the two best female performers of all time. No offense to uh, Sasha Banks, Bailey, AJ Lee, Becky, etc. But you could argue that. You could argue Epic that. Epic match. Epi- I'm so but glad I'm we got gonna, I'm uh, going to argue, I'm going to argue that know, my man. number one is the best female wrestler of all time. Okay. Natalia, the oh, greatest God. female wrestler of all no, time most technically no, proficient no. probably <laughs> has no. spanned f- far longer than most female wrestlers ever Absolutely. will and I, I i don't mean to 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 hold that against anybody at all but th- she has spanned so much longer has become relevant with every era of wrestling that she's been involved in her social media game is on Absolutely. fire Natalia, number one. She is my absolute favorite. favorite. What's your favorite moment? Jason, listen. (laughs) I can't can't pick a favorite moment. That's how much I love This is the guy who inserted Paige into his Uh, list, not knowing any of her matches. I had a great moment for Paige, though. I'll never forget that. Yeah, you had that one. That's true. For for me, I think of of her as, for lack of a better phrase, a valley for... um, Cesaro and uh, Tyson uh, Kidd. What's his name? Tyson Kidd. Tyson, I was going to call him TJ. With TJ is so um, good. For TJ. Sure. Yeah. Agreed. I like her as a valley for them, but then also the same thing for um, Kidd and uh, Davy Boy. You know, like there, there was that. There was, you know, that's how far back we can go with Natalia. That, that's yeah, what she's I love one about that her. Kind of wrong areas, right? Right, right up match, to her. Her more recent um, title reign, I guess, um, where she had the SmackDown title, like, 
I think she did so much for that title and she does so much for the women's division in yep. general that she needs to be, for me, my number one. Yeah, I, I have no problem with her. I mean, obviously you can't have a, an argument with it. It's, it's your choice. It's your favorite. It's completely fine. I mean, she's on my list here um, in honorable mentions. And she's, she's Canadian. Canadian. She's so a phenomenal I've not, wrestler. You know, I've not rocked yeah. the like boat. Said, she's one of the best coaches they've ever had. And I think she's a bit of you know, a victim of the circumstances, victim of the times. What, what, she was in what the, held her back? She was in why, the, in the same she era. Never, she was stuck underneath the she, Nikki Bella and Brie Bella for her whole career. Like, it's really hard. Why should she be stuck under those two if she's so... I don't know. Ask Vince know, Jason, the because she Well, I mean, if you want to talk, <laughs> if you want to talk sexism and politics, we can talk sexism and politics. Well, but how, how is it sexism against, I uh, against think, I think another I, woman? What, what people wanted in that time was, was, um, was something different, different to what we have yeah. now, you know? She was still at the tail end of the Same era. Same thing with Tristratus. Well, I, I would argue Natalia was at the tail end of the era where it was still a looks game. And it's not like, not that Natalia is She's unattractive. Well, yeah. no, of course she does. But she doesn't she I guess she wouldn't the, the I don't know, bikini model and I don't want to get into the point of comparing looks because I think that's kinda She's Beth Phoenix is weird. Yeah, she yeah, is. That's why they were together, was, you know. That's true. That's why they were together for a bit. They were really good Great together. Matches. I just I just think she didn't like she in the ring she's amazing, obviously. Probably one of the best ever in the ring, but outside of everything else, she never did that well. I think that's pretty much why. You asked me for my favorite yeah. wrestler, and, and you've I'm just said your pish answer. You've just said <laughs> that she was one of the best wrestlers, so that's why. There in in the ring, but for me, outside the ring is just as important. Who wrestles you're outside you're of the ring? What you're comparing China? Than, you know what I mean? The top of the interviews and the promos. What, what are you what are you talking about? You based your number one pick on a sex tape, <laughs> you know. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up, X, you know. Go back to Kingston or whatever it's called. Xbox. Oh yes, Xbox. there's a few that I just want to give a shout out here to that I, that just missed the cut for me. Alexa Bliss for sure. Liv Morgan, Natty was on that list. Naomi, Kyrie Sane, not long enough of a career for me. And of course, all wrestlers. Emma, only for her dance. <laughs> Yeah, the dance was funny, but no, her matches yeah, were. Very she good. had great matches. Her in NXT, fantastic. On the main I'm roster, about on the main roster, work, main roster. Again, exactly. Emelina, where she was pushed Emelina, and all this stuff, it didn't work out. But I thought she was a great wrestler. First of all, she had a great match, uh, many great matches against Paige, oh, and many great matches me. in NXT. So um, Emma definitely deserves some recognition. For sure. Hey, yeah. Speaking of NXT. I yeah, want to talk do, about NXT real quick. With a little recap of the other shows that happened this week. <laughs> Bring it home, Waxman. A little recap of the, of the B shows. I didn't see it, so take it away. <laughs> NXT, I would like to make an amendment because last week I erroneously said that Keith Lee gave up the North American Championship, which is true, and that the match last week between Bronson Reed, Roderick Strong, and Johnny Gargano was for the North American title. That is wrong. The North American title is to be decided at TakeOver 30 in a five-man ladder match, of which Bronson Reed is competitor number one. And we have competitor number two, who is my second favorite commodity on NXT after Keith Lee himself, and that is Dexter Loomis. This guy is the right amount of weird for it to be believable and for it to work. Uh, and he's technically sound. He, he's a fun guy to watch. I, I, I want to see more of Dexter. And he's got a mustache. <laughs> and he's got a mustache. The most important he, thing. So he beat out... Um, Finn Balor and Timothy Thatcher. Yeah. 
He is badass, by the way. I've watched a little bit of he NXT is. over the last few weeks. He is badass, and I love his gimmick. I, the fact that he's yeah, like this I, tortured artist is what they say, but his Instagram is full of all these drawings that he's done and everything. It's sick. It's really cool. Yeah, it's, like I said, it's, sometimes WWE goes too far with weird out there characters. Him, he's like right he's in, in the, the pocket. sweet spot, and it's Lovely. not going to be long before he's in WWE, yeah. and I and I hope, hope, because, you know, I can always say I think, but I hope <laughs> WWE uses him properly because I think he can really excel. And sure. uh, the other thing is that it looks like they're setting up for Carrion yeah. Cross to face Keith Lee. We were talking about this a little bit. I like Carrion Cross. I think he's got a very bright future. I have difficulty believing that they'll take the belt off Keith Lee at NXT TakeOver when they just yeah, gave him the main title. He needs title. to carry it, right? They have no one else that, that in my so. mind, should be carrying that title right now. Let him carry it for a little while longer because there also isn't a place for him on the main roster yet. So let's go ahead and let him carry that title. Let him carry the division. Yeah. Let him, let's him. let see him fight more. We're not bored of him at all. I'm, I'm down for more Keith Lee. And then let's bring him up when it's time. But again, the point is there that legitimately both of these guys could hold that title forget about storyline legitimately both of them could hold it which is what we want to see from a storyline in professional (laughs) wrestling it's true it's true and i definitely am so far the card is lee versus cross and then reed versus loomis versus we're going to find out the other three I'm already very hyped for NXT TakeOver. I will be tuning in. I've always found the TakeOver pay-per-views or the TakeOver events to be high quality and fun. And uh, I can't... Maybe uh, we as jobbers will will do either a little section of our SummerSlam show on it or we'll do its own show depending on how much content we have. Sure. But so far, it's setting up yeah, very I mean, NXT well. NXT TakeOver's uh, brought us some NXT of the takeover. best matches in modern history. So I'm definitely excited yes. for it. Ever. Maybe yeah, you're ever. right. Okay, good point. Some of the best matches ever in the history of wrestling have come on NXT Takeover. Lofty shoes to fill, but I'm Absolutely. excited for it nonetheless. Anything else from NXT? Who who runs NXT now? Who runs it? Like who's still William Regal runs it? Yeah, yo, get that guy on the main <laughs> roster. <laughs> Needs help. He could still yeah, probably I mean, do it too. NXT definitely focuses on storylines and character interaction. Yeah, quality you know, matches. and I think that's that's definitely something to be said. And anything else on NXT? Um, no, no, oh, that's it. I, I just wanted to though? jump right into SmackDown and oh. right into... Oh, oh yeah. all oh, I was going to say on NXT then real quick is I really like... Um, what's his name? Robert Stone. Yeah. I like him as a manager. Robert he's, Stone uh, as a manager. Watch, uh, as a male uh, manager and, for women. Yes, yeah, yes, for women. Go. Which I think cool. that's, and he plays the that's role quality. So well. It's really, that's a, great, that's a yeah. great idea. And he's good. It Granted, is. I've seen some people compare him to a pimp. Uh, and not, not at all. I, I, I completely disagree with that. I genuinely I don't, don't think that's the case. If you brought in the four dancers on the underground, but, um, then maybe, but... <laughs> Absolutely. But no, he genuinely looks... Like a yeah. good manager for for legitimate female wrestlers, so I'm I'm quite happy about yeah. that. 
and you just love to see him get beaten up because yeah. he does it so well. He just he just <laughs> makes it so entertaining, and it doesn't get tiring to see just For how sure. are these women going to beat up Robert Stone this time? <laughs> and that's perfect. He's playing the role super super yeah, well. Yeah, so yeah. kudos to him. And yes, let's talk. I just want to give a huge quick. shout out to Big E. I'm super excited for this. This is probably the only thing that's Love really Big keeping e. me going on SmackDown Live. I mean, growing up, I was never a big SmackDown fan. I would always watch Raw for whatever reason. So now I have a reason to tune into SmackDown, and that's to watch Big E dominate. So let's keep it going. The, the one thing I would like to add about SmackDown, I have never seen somebody leap from the stairs do some kind of cartwheel <laughs> kick thing like uh what's his name uh john morrison right holy hell Insane. he did like this mad cartwheel flip kick thing he actually didn't hit biggie he just kind of landed he actually landed yeah. before he hit him and then biggie fell over but that's <laughs> not the point it was impressive yeah, the as right hell camera angle you should be able to, to make see that him do this yeah. perfect like Exactly. No the camera angles made 100%. it look badass. And uh, Grand Metalik put on a Grand good Metalik match good. with AJ Styles. Uh, I didn't think he was going to end up winning, but it's great to see a talent like him and Lindsay also uh, get showcased in a more mainstream way against probably the best wrestler that WWE yeah, has. Yeah, phenomenal match. Uh, I'm still not invested in Grand Metalik in any way, shape, or form, and I don't want him to win. I don't really care about him, but the matches are worth watching for sure. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's why you have it on SmackDown and you don't have it as a SummerSlam match. But, <laughs> for sure, uh, for you know, sure. A good tune-up. I, I hope AJ has Agreed. something to do at SummerSlam. I guess a quick shout-out for um, AEW uh, this week. We, uh, we saw a former WWE employee whoa, i guess whoa, whoa. Uh, still uh, reigning internet champion yeah appear on uh, <laughs> on their show um, i really like that guy so i'm happy yeah. that he's getting absolutely yeah instantly instantly he's got a great uh without without anything else i'm interested in seeing more of him and there's not even What's been a name? storyline yet and i'm interested in seeing what happens so that's sick um one thing that i just wanted to note with um, AEW they started their show this week with a um, mm -hmm. with a tag match okay between the inner circle and the the um, no I was going to say the Lucha House Party it's not the Lucha House Party the, the Lucha Bros or whatever they're called right the Jurassic Express that's what it is right mm -hmm. the fact that you've put potentially your best commodity in Chris Jericho as the first match for your entire show shows that you have complete faith in the rest of your card and I wanted to say well done to AEW for being able to do All that right. I think there's something to be said about a company who goes you know what he's probably the most popular star we're going to put him on first and we're still going to have people watching it by the end of the show. So well done. Yeah, I think AEW hasn't been hot as fuck, you know, like it was before. But it's been good. It's been solid. Language. And it's, sorry for the blue, Jason. It's consistent, but it's consistent. in a exactly. difficult time. And I think they're doing a lot of great stuff. And I know there's a lot of AEW haters out there. There are a lot of WWE haters, to be fair. But... AEW yep. does deserve the viewership and for those of us on this podcast that don't watch definitely check it out and those of us listening 
that don't yet watch AEW, it is absolutely worth it. Please check it out. And uh, shout out to Sammy Guevara's finisher, which is like almost oh. like CM Punk's, but a yes. little bit spicier. Yeah, 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 for it's sure. Definitely spicier, just awesome. All right, well, in closing, that was a lot to digest, ladies and gentlemen. I We don't usually go that heavy into the weekly content, but we had a lot to talk about on Raw, so thank you, WWE, for providing us with some talking points. If you'd like to reach out to us, we are hello at thefourjobbers.com, at the four jobbers on Instagram and Twitter. I am Ginger Heat on behalf of the entire four jobbers team, which is basically five dummy jobbers. Thank you so much for listening, and we will see you next week. I love you. Ciao. Bye. 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 Yes, 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 yes. yes. <laughs> if you put the S in front of Hitman, you get my opinion of Bret Hart. <laughs> <laughs> right.